Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. We are an uncommercial initiative of just two people, and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 335 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The German parliament Bundestag will consider the issue of possible deliveries of Leopard tanks from Germany to Ukraine on Wednesday, January 25th, reports Interfax Ukraine. According to the report, the discussion was initiated at the request of CDU-CSU bloc, which wants to put an end to the Leopard blockade of the federal government and fears a loss of confidence in the federal government among the allies. At the same time, the German media Spiegel claimed, based on sources, that German Chancellor Olaf Scholz has decided to supply combat tanks to Ukraine. In particular, at least one Leopard 2A6 company. According to media reports, the federal government of Germany wants to grant permission to send such tanks that belong to other states, such as Poland, as well. It is expected that the decision will be announced on January 25th. Sources of Al Jazeera TV channel and AP agency informed that the decision to transfer M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine may be announced by US President Joe Biden on Wednesday, January 25th, reports European Pravda. According to the sources, it will also unblock the supply of German Leopard 2 tanks. The sources of both media outlets do not specify exactly how many tanks the US plans to transfer to Ukraine, but they agree that they will not be transferred from American stocks, but contracted, that is purchased from manufacturers under long-term contracts. In practice, this means that M1 Abrams will not appear in Ukraine soon, but this move by the Biden administration is seen primarily as a symbolic gesture aimed at getting Germany to agree to supply its Leopard 2 tanks. Political sources say that the U.S. may provide about 30 tanks to Ukraine. Also, according to the New York Times sources, the U.S. Defense Department plans to increase the production of artillery ammunition by 500% within two years, producing 90,000 shells per month. The media says that the Pentagon aims to bring production of conventional munitions to levels not seen since the Korean War, as it invests billions of dollars to offset shortages caused by the war in Ukraine and create stockpiles in case of future conflicts. It is noted that before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the US was producing 14.4 thousand unguided projectiles per month. But the need to supply the armed forces of Ukraine prompted the Pentagon leadership to triple production in September and then double it again in January to eventually produce 90,000 or more shells per month. The decision of the army to expand the production of artillery ammunition is the clearest evidence that the US plans to support Ukraine regardless of how long the war lasts, believes the media. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky informed that Russia is preparing for a new wave of aggression with the forces it can mobilize. The occupiers are already increasing pressure in the cities of Bakhmut and Vuhledar, Donetsk region, as well as other directions. And they want to increase pressure on a larger scale, stressed Zelensky. He said that in order not to recognize the mistake of aggression, the masters of Russia want to throw more of their people and equipment into the fighting. According to the president, this means that all of us in the free world must step up our cooperation to not only respond to Russia's current crimes, but also to prevent new Russian criminal actions. Volodymyr Zelensky had a phone call with the French president and met in Kyiv the president of Finland. They both expressed their support for Ukraine and announced new aid packages. 
The President of Ukraine said that France in particular will help strengthen Ukraine's air defense and artillery. Volodymyr Zelensky awarded the capital of Lithuania, Vilnius, with the honorary title of a rescuer city for everything that the city and Lithuania as a whole have done to help us in the fight against Russian terror, said Zelensky. These days, Vilnius starts celebrating the 700th anniversary of its foundation. Relatives of British volunteers Andrew Bagshaw and Christopher Perry, who disappeared in Donbass in early January, confirmed that they were killed during an attempted humanitarian evacuation of the city of Solidar in Donetsk region, reports European Pravda. Perry's family said in a statement that he traveled to Ukraine back in March 2022, where he helped save more than 400 people and many abandoned pets. The commander-in-chief of the armed forces of Ukraine, General Valery Zaluzhny, inherited 1 million US dollars from a Ukrainian-American, Rehori Stepanets, reports Ukrainska Pravda. In January, the general donated the entire amount to the armed forces of Ukraine. Zaluzhny said that he did not have a single doubt about what to do with the inheritance, as it was obviously Mr. Grigory's last will to support the Ukrainian army through him. Rehori Stepanets was born in 1938 in the Ukrainian city of Vinnytsia. In 1989, he emigrated to the U.S., where he worked for Microsoft as a software developer. Together with another software developer, he invented a patent for decoding the variable length data codes. Amazon streaming service Prime Video will close all its Belarusian subscriptions starting January 25th, the service said in a letter to users who stated Belarus as their country of residence when they signed up, reports Interfax Ukraine. In March 2022, Amazon cancelled all Russian accounts. In the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Belarus is Russia's ally, allowing Russian forces to operate on its territory, launching attacks against Ukraine and supplying them with ammunition and weapons. The first case of a COVID-19 coronavirus disease strain, also known as Kraken, has been registered in Ukraine, reports Ukrinform. According to a statement on the website of the Health Ministry of Ukraine, the case was registered in the Sumy region in a person who did not get vaccinated against the coronavirus disease. The ministry stressed that compared to the previous strains, Kraken most effectively awaits the human immune response and is able to trigger serious diseases in senior people and people with weakened immunity. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.